0: listening to the Down the Pub podcast, Canada's premier football show. Head to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This week's guest on the Down the Pub podcast started in the youth systems of Villa and Stoke before making a move across the pond to Rio Grande Valley. Uh, he's played with the Dynamo, San Antonio, the Fury, and now he's at uh, OKC Energy. Uh, welcome to the show, the past master himself, Charlie Ward. Welcome <laughs> to the show, bud.
1: I appreciate it, I appreciate it, man. That nickname stuck in Ottawa, to be honest, I was known as <laughs> that. So, But uh, well, listen, I had to work for that name as well, so, but I appreciate it, man. I'm happy to be here.
0: Awesome. So uh, usually when I start the show off, I just do a couple of like easy questions just to get, get us uh, in the flow of things. So what's the first pair of boots you remember uh, owning? Oh, man. I would have to say it was definitely
1: Adidas. And there's a famous film, Jimmy Gr- Have you ever heard of a film called Jimmy Grimble? No, I haven't, actually. Okay, this is a famous film back home. So, man, and my mum still got the boots in the loft. I had a pair of, they must be old Adidas boots, and they were my Jimmy Grimbles. Like, they're probably, like, size twos, threes, tiny things, and my mum still got them in the loft, so... I'd say they're Adidas, and if you watch that film, you'll understand where I'm coming from. Because these Jimmy Grimbles to this kid were like when he put them on; he was a different plan, had to play in them. So, uh, yeah, I always used to watch that before I played as well. So it's sentimental. You have to watch that yeah. now. I told you.
0: Yeah, I definitely will. I definitely will. Uh, so, uh, what's your uh, what's your favorite hobby outside of football? Oh man, I
1: got into shooting film. So when I was in Ottawa, there was a camera shop there, uh, Galaxy Camera, and I just bought a camera and just started doing it. Whether or not it was because the city I was in, it was so beautiful. Like Ottawa had so much like, stuff to to take pictures of, you know, the parliament and just the nature there and just the city itself. So uh, I'd say that to be honest, when we go out, when we're traveling, taking pictures and that year, especially in Ottawa, like the pictures of all the boys, like their memories that are going to stick with me forever. Listen, the football sticks with you. I've got pictures that I can put, pull off between any of the boys. and Yeah, they're sentimental. So uh,
0: yeah, Definitely that. So so I know. that uh, you, you've got two Instagram accounts, right? Is one of them, yes, for, yes. Is one of them for your photography kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The one the one's just strictly just for my personal, like, in a sense, just pictures for football and keeping it, everyone updated on what's going on in my football. And then the other one is literally just stuff that when I'm going out in the camera, friends, family, my dogs, anything, buildings, just, just my life, really, just to keep people seeing where I've been going. So, uh, so yeah, that second account, I Paint Memories, is just for that. Uh, is literally just memories of anything, and like I say, I've got pictures from my time
0: in Canada and now here and just home, and they're pictures that are going to stick with me forever. Amazing, yeah, d- definitely, it's definitely worth a follow. I, I was flicking yeah. through there uh, the other day, and it's it's amazing. Oh, please, so yeah. it's uh, uh, I, I paint memories, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, food you miss the most from home? <sighs> Man, I'm gonna
1: just say, I'm gonna keep it easy and say my mum's cooking. My mum's a when nice. she wants to cook. She can cook, man. But obviously with having four kids and the house being what it is, she hasn't always got the time. So when I go home, I'm normally the chef in the house just to help her out. But uh, yeah, Christmas dinner. I think I'd say that Christmas dinner to be honest, just a cooked cooked dinner. When
0: she tries, man, she's... She's the yeah, top. I, I I definitely miss that too. I miss my mum's uh, yeah. Christmas no, dinner. Sure, it's uh, it's it's never the same when you do it yourself. And uh, if I didn't say if I didn't say my
1: mum, I'd probably be getting slapped around my head. as well. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> so the, sa- the saving your life there too. So uh, yeah. what's the what's the, uh, the favourite goal uh, you scored in your career?
1: Man, so listen, my mum kills me for this. I don't score a lot. The past master that everyone says I am—that is something that I whether. I just never have half to bring to my game. is just more, whether it's two, three goals a season. But out here, I'd have to say the San Antonio goal. I just joined after getting released from Houston. And I'd say that's sentimental because it was my first goal from being out here. And San Antonio had a good stadium, good fans. And yeah it was a good game for me. So I'd say that first goal out here is sentimental. But throughout my whole career, man, past master, yeah, but goals lacking. And that's on me. I have to improve that. Like, you know, it's not just enough to just be good at passing. I have to improve that side of my game.
0: Have you tried like shooting instead of passing? That's the biggest thing. <laughs> I know. I know when you get so
1: caught up on the passing stuff and it's in my head that I would rather, when I'm at the edge of the box, I, I know it's in my head to rather pass. And it's something that's obviously just been years and years and years of just in me ingrained pass, pass, pass. When really, when like you said, when you're outside the box, shoot you just don't know if I don't shoot, you don't know if you're going to score or not. So, so yeah. But I have to improve that side so of my game. Go.
0: So if you take off this year and you score like 10, I'm going to take all the fucking credit oh for that. So. Yeah, that is good. good. <laughs> You'll getting paid a lot me if I score 10 goals as so, let me tell you. <laughs> so, uh, that last one of these, uh, best holiday you've ever been on?
1: Hmm... I wouldn't say holiday, I'd say, oh, okay, actually, yeah, we went to, uh, we, we flew to Florida when I was young, I must have been around 14, 15, and we flew to Florida, and then we actually flew to the Bahamas, where my mum and dad got married, they, uh when they, when they were young, my mum and dad got married around, she, she, she got pregnant, I had my brother at 18, and I think she got married at 20, 21, and she just flew to Bahamas, her and my dad, and uh, no, no people went, just them two, and they got married there, so. We went back there and yeah, they've still got photos of that back on. So I'd say that's sentimental in a sense. All my family together and mum and dad, and we're all super, super close. Like, I know people sometimes are not that attached with their families, but man, me, my mum, my dad, my, my three brothers, my dog, we're like my granddad, we're a super close family. And that's oh, why the toughest thing for me being out here is that side of things like the family. Some people can do it, some people want to go travel the world, some people want to be away from home. I'm fortunate enough to do this as a job and I want to be here. Like I want to be in Oklahoma and want it by the club, but it's just families, families massive to me. Man.
0: Yeah. It's tough. You know, like, like I'm like, uh, I've got three Irish sisters and it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's, you kind of, it's all the little oh. things you kind of miss out on. So, but no, I mean, I, sure. like your mom and dad, if you're going to elope, that's the way to do it. Right. Like go to the Bahamas. Yeah. Jesus, that's amazing. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but listen, it was, it was
1: unbelievable. The, the beaches, the food, it was, uh, like you say, it was just a special, special
0: holiday. Love it. Uh, so um, so it's been a kind of a, a frustrating start to the year in OKC, to put it mildly, I guess. Uh, yeah. I know you yeah. had an injury and I saw in your ins you had yeah. some visa issues. So how's everything yeah. with you now? Are you feeling kind of a, a little bit better and everything sorted out? No, 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 definitely. Man, uh, obviously with the visa, people don't understand. So
1: I signed the contract in. Christmas time, January time around that time, signing the contract, just sorting it all out. And then when I signed, I went to book my appointment in London and London was backed up till September for me to get a visa appointment. So obviously that isn't, um, September does nothing for me. A season starts in February, March time. So then had to look all around the world where I could go and I'd seen boys were going to Poland. I don't know for what reason, the restrictions there It was open. Went there. But that, we thought Poland was the best option. It was, went there, turned up for my interview, flew in on a, mon- on a Monday, I had my interview on the Tuesday, got to the desk of the visa. Obviously, I'm in Poland now, hotel, everything, get there, fine. Go to have my visa appointment. They go to the back, they're talking. I-, I sense it's a bit off. They come back and they deny me my visa while I'm in Poland. So I'm standing there like, wow, I've been coming out to America for the past six years. They changed the legislation a day before where Biden said you had to be on an uh, NIE list, which is like an exemption list. So I've gone out, got out of there. They've denied me. I then had to wait around five, six days to hear back from USL that they put me onto the list. I then got my visa, flew out to Oklahoma three weeks into the season, for for like two weeks into my preseason, but three weeks behind. I just hurt my calf and I'm out for... I was out for four weeks, five weeks. So listen, injuries are part of it. It's just frustrating when you miss a part of the season. And but I played my first ninety last week. I've been playing games prior to that and I'm just trying to get back to full fitness. It's tough, but I'm doing everything I possibly can on my end. Listen, I played 37 games and I can go seasons playing. It's just getting that rhythm. And it's a tough thing in football when you miss time. But I played ninety on the weekend and we just have to build off that now and see how my body reacts.
0: Love it. It's like a, it's um, it's it's good to see your backline the 490. Like I, that just sounds like a shit show. And like I mean, what is what? Oh, no, for
1: sure, it? for sure. It, it but it's just part of. I have to. I have to get on with it. You know, it's it's all right. when it was happening, like listen, I'm out here now. I'm healthy. Just got. To, hopefully, God willing, it stays that way. And uh, yeah, hopefully, kick on with the team because since I've been here, the transition from. Ottawa to Oklahoma, like man, I was in a winning team. We were winning near enough every game at home. We were going away winning, and here we just just hasn't happened with the team. I don't, I don't know what that's what you put that down to. It's just uh, it's been frustrating for me because man, I come from I've been at teams where they've won, and it just seems to be losing here. I don't wanna don't want to, and don't like that feeling of losing because man, when you're in a winning team, everything's better.
0: Not yeah, just, I, I mean, I, I, I was actually just going to mention that, like, like obviously that the, the coach was let go, and coach has been let go, and I feel it was a
1: great, great person. It's just the nature of the business. It's the nature of the business in his sense, and the nature of business in my sense. I've been in his position. I've had to sit in an office with Houston and then tell me three months into a season, we don't want you. To, you're not part of the plans. It's just. As sad as it is and I have reached out to him, I'm thankful for him bringing me back here. He knows that I'm in that position and could be in that position at the end of the year. He's in that position now. It's it's just the nature of the sport. And Listen, I wish him all the best and I'm sure he'll get different opportunities with him, whatever that is, opportunities, what he wants to go into. But uh, he knows how thankful I am for him bringing me here. And like I said, me, trust, him trusting in me this year to be an integral part for the team when I'm healthy, it's a... And that was frustrating that I couldn't help him this year.
0: And yeah, that's it, what frustrated it, me. I couldn't be on the pitch to be that person for his team. Because so it's kind it's of it's funny, like, like, you guys haven't been getting hammered. Like, I mean, you just had four draws. That they go either way? It's been like that. It's what I'm saying to my
1: coach at the moment. We're not getting beat four or five nil, where then you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, we're actually struggling here. When you're getting beat four, Five nils, three nils. It means there's no two ways around it. You're struggling. We're drawing. We're one goal off on the weekend. We're in the 83rd minute. We're the better team and we go and lose. And I get that's football in itself, but that's the frustrating part that we're one step away from progressing to winning games. And when you win games, you move up the table. The football becomes better. There's confidence within players. It's just getting that win however we can. Obviously, in my eyes, with how I see football, I always want it to be the right way as well. It's okay saying, yeah, just grind out and get points. But how I envisage football is I want it to be played the right way and that comes hand in hand.
0: So, like, the what's, what's the mood like in the team? Obviously, like, you had the, the shift in manager. Like, yeah, the results uh, aren't really going your way. But, like, are the lads, like, still, like... They know that. Oh,
1: the lads have to, I say, this, the, the lads have to be pulling in the right direction because if you're not, then all the best next year you get in a team. That's the reality nature of the sport. Like, you have to be pulling in the right direction because this affects me, it affects you and it affects, if you've got wives and kids, it's going to affect them as well. So, everyone's pulling in the right direction and I believe that it'll come. It's just football, you know, just different for me. I've never been in this situation. When I was at RGV, we were second in the league then when I went to Houston, they were a playoff team. When I went to San Antonio for that little bit, yeah, we were still winning games. Ottawa, we were a top team. Like people that come to our home field knew we we weren't giving up points. Like we were a top team. And then come here and it's just been a change of in that what it's down to. I can't I can't say I've not changed more than ever. I'm probably putting more into it to want to change it, but uh, I don't know. I couldn't put a finger on that. Like I say, there's a new change of manager now. Hopefully that can. Uh,
0: Change things yeah, onwards and upwards, right? I mean, that's the only way, it's the only no. way right? So, no, 100%. 100%. So, so, like, we're um, like Oklahoma City, like, people when they're talking, thinking about football in the States, Oklahoma isn't the first place that they probably think of. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so what's 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 the scene like? In are they like because obviously the Thunder are a big, big, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big oh, it's a good t- listening to the good city, man, I've got no complaints. You have been looked
1: after within the city, the people are. Nothing It's good. It gets hot in the summer, but I'm used to that from living in Houston, in Texas, my first two years. So the heat's not a problem to me, man. I'd honestly prefer that than cold, to be honest. But it's just, uh, yeah, the city's good. The city's good. Would I say it's as, as nice in a sense of my life outside of football like Canada? Probably not, but it has its benefits here. It had its benefits there. It's just different places bring different things. But the people are nice. And it's just obviously the biggest thing for me is life changes off the pitch when life's good on the pitch. Like, yeah, that's what's gonna that's what affects it for me. You know, when you're not going to be going out and doing stuff when you're losing, that's just the reality of the situation. If you're professional in what you do, and that's been the case here. Like, we're not winning, and so
0: what's the fact? What's the, what's the fan base like? Is there a big football community in uh, like, the city? They- the fan base is good.
1: The fans come out to the games all the time. And for me, I understand it. Then people are coming out and spending their own money. Like, I don't think people always grasp that as players. We just turn up and you just think it's your job. People are coming out. If they're bringing their kids, they're spending $50, $60 if they're getting food. Man, we more players need to understand that. that it's not just a, a free... It's not just a given us being football. we got to appreciate people coming out. It's always been like that with me, with fans. I'm not going to be the most outspoken and whatever. I try and I try and do the talking on the pitch. That's where I want to, where people see what I'm giving to a city is what I'm going to do on the pitch. I don't need to be high fiving people and whatever else because I care for this city. I'm going to show that on the pitch. Like I'm going to give my all on the pitch, and that's what matters to, for us to get the win. And then in turn, they're going to be happy. I'm happy. The club's happy. So that's what's got to change here. Have to win.
0: Yeah, like I, I mean like that's a great attitude and it's a great way to look at it like like we're we're all fans and like when players kind of appreciate the fact that you know like we're putting our hands in our pockets to to go oh to for it's, for it's, sure for sure
1: and even we're in that to sense us as players when we get free tickets and you know of people it's like just reach out re- you just reach out to me and I'll give them it's n- it's nothing for me we get when we're getting them free like it's nothing for me I'd want you to come to the game I want you spending your own money you've got other things you got when you've got kids you've got bills. And I get that probably just from being home and seeing my mum and dad, what they do for us. It just gives me perspective on everything. When you've got something, you don't just land there.
0: Everything costs. I, I love that. I love that. Uh, so, like, you – just taking it back a little bit, like, obviously you're a part yeah. of, as we mentioned, the Villa and Stokes uh, yeah. system. So, yeah. like, you were obviously called into the office. I, I think it was the day Thomas Thomas Sorison was probably that guy, I think, by, by Stoke as well. Like, so – what made you decide to go to the States? Because I know that most people take that the, the journey down the league. Yeah. And like, you know, think it was... Oh man, so I left Stoke, got
1: released. I got released kind of early, but it was... A, listen, my football's always been the same. There's always something. It's never just... And it's fine. I say this to you get frustrated with my... Nothing's ever just simple. I remember being captain of that Stoke that year. So the 21s, it wasn't reserved football at the time. I was captain of the 21s was training with the first team on a daily basis. The year prior, I was sitting on a bench in the Premier League against my old team, Villa I Was close, was always around the first team. And they were offering me a new deal for the following year. My agent was saying they're coming with an agreement, blah, 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 we're going to get a contract. And in my eyes, I was ready to sign a new deal. We were just waiting on numbers going back and forth. Week followed, got called into the office and they said, oh, we're not sure whether we're going to give it you and stuff. And in the week following, they were saying, "Look, we're not going to be offering you a new deal. We're telling you now, like go and find a new team." So That was a shock to me because I was, I was ad not not adamant. It was done to me. It was done. I was captain of the twenty ones around the first team, and whether or not it was Mark Hughes' shout, just because I was twenty at the time, turned in twenty one, hadn't been on loan. Whether he didn't think I was good enough for the first team, maybe. Then got told that. Went on trial at numerous teams. Went to Burton. I remember Leighton Orion. I remember uh, going on loan to Barnsley. Not on loan, going on trial to Barnsley, playing in the trial game. And if you know the manager, Lee Johnson, yep, still coaching. Done, done real well in my first trial game. Spoke to Lee Johnson. He was like, look, we really like you. We wanted to take you on loan when you was at Stoke, but they shut it down. They wanted to keep you there. I was like, man, I've never heard such thing. Like it never it's never gonna get to me because they're contacting the club. Whatever else. He was like, look, yeah, the owners are coming to the following game. Play and we'll get the deal sorted. We want you here. I played in the game. Owners and stuff mustn't have been impressed with what they were seeing, whether it was the coach wasn't impressed and that that deal just didn't pan out. Thinking that deal was another done deal when I was speaking to Lee Johnson in his office thinking for sure. So uh That didn't happen. Went on trial at numerous teams, but, and all the same thing. And it was just a case of not getting, then the summer shut down and you were waiting to go in that pre-season. And when pre-season started up, nothing was coming around, opportunities wise, to go into teams, whether or not, because like, there's a lot of players coming out of teams, filtering in from Chelsea's there, taking my spots to go on trial. Just didn't happen. Went on holiday to Orlando in that summer still. So we're in that summer, the pre-season starting, went on, tra- went on holiday to Orlando and went training with Orlando. My agent knew the manager out there, Adrian Heath, at the time. And then I was going to sign there in their B team because Orlando had always been a place we went on vacation. I weren't getting nothing back home. So I was like to my parents, maybe America is the right choice for me to go on there. Mate, you know, like not, nothing's happening back here. I need a job. Football has been my life forever. I was leaving school at 15, two, three times. Of, like It's my life. Was waiting on the Orlando contract. Didn't happen again for whatever reason with football general managers. Oh That's God. the third time it didn't happen. Then I get sent to Houston because my agent looks after Owen Coyle at the time from back home. They also know. Went on trial there. They said, look, we don't see you as an MLS player just because the international spots. But we've got a second team opening up RGV. We want to send you down there, develop. And then ultimately, you do well down there. You will come up to the first team. And then the contract come through around the November time we were discussing numbers. And then by that time, that time from the summer, going on Orlando, coming home, thinking it's happening two months ago, Houston. It was November by that point. People were in a season. That's when I made the jump to go to uh, America in January. And that's what... Do I regret it? Man... I don't regret it because I've played over a hundred games here now in America. I can't say I regret it. But do I regret knowing what the player I was playing for my Aston Village youth team, playing for my national team at 16s, playing for Stokes 21s, being around? Should I have gone to the leagues, man? Who knows? If I'd have went to the leagues, I might have spent a year there and never played football again. And I wouldn't be talking to you today because I've been here. Who knows? I can't say I regret something. But do I wish that it would have panned out back home for sure? Because I see players all the time doing stuff back on players that I've played with and it's just, does it sting? No, I don't look at it like that. Never been a jealous person. Like, I'm happy for the next person. Listen, it's never been, and maybe that's what's not got me on. Like I don't look at someone and think, man, he's earning 50 grand a week and I'm out here and I'm earning this, and it's nothing compared to that. I earned that in a year. Listen, that's their life. This is my life. I can't, I can't compare to it. You know, they've not experienced they've not gone through the experiences I've gone through. And I'll never probably go through the experiences I've gone through it's just the nature of this sport but I do think it rounds you as a person and that'll lead me on to like my next cycle which is hopefully one day to be an even better coach than I was player and everything that I've picked up from people to playing to how I see football will take me onto my next cycle which in my eyes like I know I will not not settle for not being a top top coach like I'm, I in my head I know what it takes to want to see what a team does you know and I'm that type of player on the pitch as well the holding midfielder I am I have to make up the team I am in them spots I do like and I just want to envisage a team in that sense and is it going to take time it's like this career opportunities are going to be tough to come by but you earn them by being good at what you do and uh at I'm 26 I say my mom says this to me all the time don't be talking about that I've still got <laughs> another I could still have another career yeah. From 26 onwards to 34, than I've had from 26 to 18. Like, that's how crazy it is. It's just, I've been through so much, sinned so much that I want to do this till I enjoy it and I'm appreciated for what I see myself as. Like, you know, where I was appreciated as the best six and I've shown that I was the best centre mid in the whole league. Like, I always want to go to a team and be seen as that. If you don't see me as that and you think I'm second to someone, then that's when it will start will run out for me. because I know what I can bring to a team if the team's right.
0: I think I think that's something like like just like going back to what you said about like the the players appreciating the fans spending the money. But well, like I think as well supporters like don't always appreciate how cutthroat football is. Like like just listen to your story there. Like I mean like like you're, you're like it's your job and you like you need to pay your bills as you said if you've got kids oh, you kind of, like, man, kind of listen I was I was,
1: a, I was a I was a twenty I was a twenty twenty-year-old because it was the twenty-first, but I was a twenty-year-old sitting in bed and my dad was the realization of my dad saying, You might have to come and you might have to come and work with me. Like this was a whole summer and whole period from the summer to that December, not December, the the October time of just the unknown, of waking up at six a.m. going to the gym, being at Stoke, driving a BMW, being around Premier League players, having everything catered to you, to that to your dad saying you might have to work. And that's more so why I think I made the jump to America of the risk of, I can't risk, like I I could risk it and it could pay off and I could go on, play league games and I could be a championship player now. But I could also have a regular, I could also be doing, I could have to be a coach super early. And that's what, at that time at 20, I weren't envisaging coaching like I'm envisaging it now. Like I was football, just football. So it's great. It's football is tough, man. It's tough. Yeah, the right people, have to like the right opportunities have to come. Not everyone sees the game how I see the game. Teams, managers. A manager's not probably going to want me in a team because I don't want a five-foot-nine person that wants to come deep for the ball all the time. and they don't They don't see football like how I want to see football. And that's why looking for teams is also tough. I'm looking at a handful of teams every year that want to play a certain style of football. I'm not looking to go to a team to run round. I'm looking to be, I'm looking for a team, for a team to be built around me, so then I can help the team, which Nicola done with our year in Ottawa, and which is hence why we had a good year. We had me. We had Chris. We had Carl. We had Callum in goal. We had good strikers. Like stuff works when a st- when something's built correctly, it works, and that's why I do respect what he done as a coach.
0: And I, I just like I. I Actually, I do do a bit of research. So I was, I was looking okay. through, I was looking through earlier on, like some of the when you were with Stokes under twenty-one, like some of the players that you came up against, and like uh, for anybody, like like whether they're OKC fans or USL fans, like like some of the players you've played against is absolutely insane. Like 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 look, look, I don't know if you've ever had the opportunity to look back and think about it, but I mean, like you played against oh. Arteta, Iwobi, uh, Wilshire, Loftus Cheek, Michael Keane, Fletcher, Zaha. Uh, no, not. It's, it's absolutely- for, sure,
1: for sure and I know that as a player and that's why I say to you I don't let it I don't get up in it like that as a player like oh he's doing this the player I grew up with that I went on holiday Jack Jack who's doing what for England what he's doing a kid that we went on holidays together all us group of boys like I don't look at him and think man I wish that was me like I'm happy for him because I know what he's going to do for his family I know what he does for his brothers his sisters like I don't look at it that way. Some people do, and that's the nature of the sport. Some people it will sting them and sit different with them. For me, it's like whether it's not my faith, my religion, whether it's my family, just me as a person. Like, I'm happy for him. Like man, go and be the go and be the best player in the world because his life's not going to change my life. Like I'm buzzing for him. Like I'm an England fan. Like go and play well. I'm that's 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 my opinion on it. But I know there's people that. Are different to that and I've been in locker rooms where it's different to that where players are like man this player's doing this I want me can't get caught up in someone else's stuff like this is my life like that is but, just it
0: like like yeah, as you said like I mean I know like yeah, as you, you said you're a religious person and you know when you're religious you, you obviously you really you, you believe that stuff happens for a reason you know what I mean and it's oh, it's, it's sure. a plan that's laid out for you so 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 I mean like sure. so, so just like uh you kind of touched on that you were um you, you, play, you were brought up to the, to the Dynamo. I think you played like one MLS game and, and, and stuff yep. like So, like, did you feel like you got a fair crack at it? Like, I, I, like I'm i just like... like. Uh, I have to... When people ask for fair cracks, I
1: was there, what, a year? So I went in the summer from RGV, made my debut, had a really good game, probably a, a month, two months into it. I played against DC United and had a really good game. I would played in Open Cup games. That was obviously the reason why I got signed. So they'd send me, Wilma Newme. Did I get a fair crack at it? Obviously not if I played one game, but then I'm going to look at myself and say, did I do enough? It's just football. There was probably people healthy in my position. The centre mid that was at Houston that year that I didn't play was the MVP of the team that year. Like sometimes it's just football and that's just how stuff goes. Do I think I'm good enough for that level? Oh man, and without a shadow of a doubt, like 100%. I see myself good enough to play at any level. I'm never going to say that. It's just, it's just how football goes. Stuff didn't work out. I played one game. Obviously, I wanted to play more. You can obviously say I didn't get a fair crap because I didn't play more. But then their argument could be I didn't deserve that opportunity. So who knows? Who knows? But that that was what it was. The only thing that was a shame with that was that I, was, I got cut in the April time. So when you talk about fair shot, when I joined in the summer prior to that from RGV, I was around the team, always on the bench, but then picked up an injury and missed time and whatever else. But leading into that year, to get cut in April, yeah, because you don't know what can happen in June, July. You don't know what can happen in October. Football changes within a week. Yeah, One good performance and you're in the team. And that's the tough thing that sat sat poorly with me was the fact of April. Like, don't bring me back. If you're telling me you see me as part of the team... Give me a whole shot at the year, and at the end of the year, move me on. But don't do it in April. That's the only thing that sat poorly with me because I've moved my life out there. I paid for, for an apartment for that twelve months, you know, like, and then I have to go and find a team on a roster that's got seven spots for international spots. Teams had built their teams. Luckily enough, San Antonio worked out, which is a top top club. But uh, yeah, obviously, I'd want more of an opportunity, but it is what it is. And that is just uh, it. I can't. I can I can look back at twenty different instances at Villa at Stoke where we lost in Youth Cup with Villa and I could say I'd still be there today and playing in who knows, man. Football's just I don't know, it's crazy, honestly. Houston getting cut to going to San Antonio for the back end for twelve games, being a, a poor year, to then the best year that I've had in a long time. You know, I were playing 37 games. Then you go from that top year thinking you're gonna go to a good t- go to a good environment win to then being in OKC where I've won one game since I've been here. Like, man, you just can't put... I can't put a finger on some stuff. I just do believe in you have to be in the right place with the right manager that believes in you. Like, I had that in Ottawa. I had a manager that seen me as the player that I see myself as, and that's why it works. That's why it did work. Yeah, did we have good players? Yeah, we had Carl, the best right-back in the league. Did I have someone next to me and Chris who... Who uh, balanced me off? He'd do all the stuff that I can't do. He can't do what I do. Like that's that that's balancing football. So
0: yeah. So, so like you, you, you kind of mentioned that you were like you, you played in, in in Ottawa and stuff like that. So I'm based in Halifax in, in Nova Scotia, and there is a bit of a, a connection there because you played in Halifax for for Ottawa uh, in the Canadian Championship and um, there's two very close games so uh for, for the yes. fans here in Halifax um what did you think of the atmosphere when you were here I think there was like six thousand people at the ground and, and-
1: no it was good. honestly it was great man that's not to just blow smoke your way with the the people and where you're from it was a, it was for, for me when I get on a pitch though like that doesn't even touch that doesn't even, I don't I'm not even thinking about that if you know what I mean yeah. I'm just thinking about how do I feel in my body Am I playing well? Like when the fans are there you can feel it, but man, I would like you said I've been in reserve games at Arsenal, I've been on Premier League benches where you just it just becomes if you think a lot of yourself, that doesn't come into it if you know what I mean. Yeah. But still, man, you could you could hear them and it was a good environment. It was a good competition. So it was two good games. Like yeah, two was- good games for both teams. You you come back into it when we played at your place and then you scored at our place and we go and win, like it was it was a good game. It's an exciting game.
0: Yeah, uh, and the other connection as well is that uh, Kodai plays uh, with you there in yeah. uh, OKC. So yeah. Yeah, uh, for, yeah, yeah. For, for the fans here in Halifax, because uh, he was a fan favorite, like he's he's a he's a great little player. Uh, yeah. So uh, how's he getting on? How's he doing?
1: He's good. He's a good player. He's, I knew him from when we played. He played in that ten roll off the wing. He's a he's a good player. But man, there's a lot of good players in anywhere you go in this league in MLS. You CPL like there's good players everywhere. But he's a good player. Nice kid as well. Like you say, he's got a his heart's in the right place.
0: So when you were in Ottawa, um, it was an odd season for the, for the Fury because, as you said, like he was doing really well, but there was constant talk about the club folding because of. The USL CPL scenario that the Canadian yep. soccer people didn't want it to happen. So, uh, yep. you talked about how this is your livelihood. So, how was that affecting the the, the players themselves? And like, how did you all get through it? Like, knowing that there was this kind of sort of demically, like hanging over your heads.
1: Honestly, as boys, I can honestly say without like, us boys were not talking about it because when we went into the meetings at the end of the year, boys were sorting their contracts for the following year. Like, up until that point, Jeremy, Chris, people were sorting their contracts for the following year. So I could honestly say that it wasn't something we were thinking about. We were honestly thinking about going, getting to playoffs. That was the one thing we were like, when I come into the club was what Julian and Nicola told me, like, this club wants playoffs. Yeah, you want to go and win the league, but listen, the season's a long season. When you get into playoffs, anything happens. That was the only goal we had. And when we achieved it, it was like, it was a good feeling. Like we'd work, worked, worked tirelessly, training, travelling, and that was the biggest thing. So us boys, we weren't talking about it, honestly. It was just, when it happened, it was sad, because I know that a lot of the boys would have went back. Oh, man, everything was just right. I don't know. Everything was just right. Like, players, I still speak to Callum, Chris and Carl every day. We've got a group chat. Like, I don't know, you just build relationships in good teams, and that obviously filters onto the pitch. And Yeah, they're, they're they're people that I'd say are like lifelong friends where you're just going to text them, where it's as easy as that football connected. So uh, it's just sad that it was only one year. You, know, you could you could imagine two, three years together when, whether whatever coach was coming in and what was changing, but it would have been good, honestly. And that's the sad thing. That's the sad thing that we only got one year at it.
0: And, and how did you like... Uh... Uh, as you mentioned there, you, like you, you like to take photos and you're taking pictures of Parliament Hill and, and yeah. stuff. That. But like, how did, how do you define like living in the nation's capital here, like in Canada? Like, did you? Like, oh, it's, it's the one place
1: I could say that I'd live outside of home. Honestly, Canada, Canada in general. Sorry, i there's a tattoo artist that lives in Toronto, and I went and Aiden and Chris lived there. My two, obviously, one's a roommate now. Aidan from uh, Ottawa and Toronto, and Chris is obviously uh, from there, but man Canada Canada's unbelievable I feel like it's a lot like back home people people are real nice the, the way of life similar to what it is back home it was just a good setup, It especially there the stadium being in that area the weather in the summer everyone was out because of how cold the winter is it was just it was just good man
0: yeah it's a great place to live like I moved here like 10 years ago and uh like, well, I, I've loved but I said, I said to anyone that asks like
1: I could live I could live there
0: yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing place, and the people are fantastic, and they're really welcoming. Yeah. Um, the, the the thing is, like, with uh, the season coming ahead, like, just to kind of switch back to the the now. What what do you do? You are you the type of guy who sets goals for yourself, like for the season, like like you know, like it's oh like, man,
1: yeah, I don't. I just, every day is a different challenge to me. Like I don't know what's around the corner. Yeah, I have my faith in the sense of God's under control of everything, but I just don't know what's gonna happen. I see a, I see a teammate who I played with last year hurt his cheekbone. Comes back from that, hurts his ACL. Now he's talking about he might have to retire because it's yes. cut. Man, you just you just I just don't know. It's easy to it's easy to set goals when you're Ronaldo and stuff because you're already at that level. At this, you're in the unknown all the time. You just don't know. I could be moved on by this team to to filter out an international spot. It's just the unknown. Houston was a prime example, moving my life there, everything, thinking you got a year and come April, you're gone. I just don't know. Do I set goals? No. All I watch is game by game. I want to be the best player that I can be. And like looking at last game, I clipped the game with my little brother. I look at it like, it's just, I want more. I know what I can do and need to do more. that's all I ever think of. And it was the same in Ottawa. Game by game, some games you were getting 120 passes. But, could you have been more effective with this I had games against Atlanta where I had 40 passes but I was way more effective just always super critical and I've got a little brother who's a football like mad on football watching football how he sees the game I see the game how he can improve me and what he sees and just back and forth it's just it's good that I've got someone that I can lean on like that my big brother's always been super critical but watches all my games my mom, my dad my littlest brother Who's hoping to go on to do good things in football? So, man, we're just a football family, but it's definitely helps a lot me being able to lean on someone that is my brother. That's one foremost I can trust, and also I know he gets football. He gets football the way I see football.
0: I love it. That's like a a football crazy family and like mine is too. So uh, the the last question, because I I feel like I could talk to you all night, man. This is, it's great. (laughs) Great You can just see the the passion that you have for the game. It's incredible. Uh, So one of the questions I ask everybody towards the end then is, uh, if you're going to play in a -a five-a-side tournament from the players you've played with, who makes your team? uh, You don't have to have a goalkeeper if you don't want to. You can play the small goals or you want to have a keeper. Okay. I'm, I'm...
1: let me have a think about this so I'm going to I'm going to put a goalie in I'm going to put a goalie in because it's five a side like I ain't going to just put buddy. so I'm going to put Callum Cal, Irving in goal and then I'm going to go I'm going to play centre back because five a side it's that type of football like in training I can be that deep player like I can see the game forward so I'll play centre back one two I'm going to go Aiden Daniels side, I think it's going to suit his style of dribbling and that type of football. So that's three players. I'm going to go. I need a little bit of legs in midfield, a little bit of that tenaciousness. So I'm going to put Chris Manella in there. Nice. That's one, two, three, four. And you know what? I'm going to stick. I'm just going to stick Carl in there. Carl can Wow. Sorry, man, Carl, Carl can, can float around and do what he needs to do, man I, I love it. Oh, yeah, uh... I'm also saying that from a perspective like they're my boys as well you know I love it like yeah. if you ask me to put a team together of who I played with I could say Steven Island Arnald Jack Grealish like there's there's that type of thing but man I always in that type of them type of games I'd rather be with boys you know yeah. boys that you're actually friends with
0: I know and well, I'm sure uh, Chris Manello would be really happy that you included him so, um,
1: <laughs> nah, so- bit, listen, I, I kind of lived with Chris and then he got his now girlfriend and I moved out and whatnot but man we're still I'm super close with super close with Aiden who obviously I live with now Chris Carl Cal Dakota who I lived with in my actual apartment man there was friendships there that are lifelong friendships that's what's so sad about the situation is, couldn't have just been another year another year and it would have sat okay with me breaking up because two years at a team at this level is normally the cycle you do do. In in US that's for instance like you know it's RGV was two years then I went selling to up like it's normally that there's a lot of moving around and coaches and so yeah
0: well I we'll get to see uh a few of the lads play in the uh the CPL season oh What's no, no I'll be I'll be watching as well man. I
1: watched I my honest opinion I watched it last year and I like the direction CPL's going in like you said about going back to water if the opportunity was right and whatnot and the kind i when, when I was watching games and they'd done the stuff with the the uh, where the, the ball was getting kicked up and you you, you lost the ball like yeah. for, for me like they're doing so much right, how it's being televised and the documentary stuff like just cut that out like there's no there's, there's no need in a sense if you've got sponsorship stuff like put it around the pitch, but I was watching it thinking, where else does this happen in the world where you're watching a live you're watching it live. You're watching Halifax your team, and then the ball's getting kicked a 60 yard pass in the end. You lose the ball line. Yeah, that that's was for, for me. What was like letting it down because it's tainting all the good stuff that the CPL's doing. You know, it's doing a. I I, I can say it's doing a lot of good things because in 2016 I joined RGV and how that was first year compared to how I see CPL first year. They're doing a lot of good stuff, right? Is it going to take time? Hundred percent. Are they going to have to set set amount for players' contracts and what they earn? So it's not ludicrous in what. Yeah, but it t- that just comes hand in hand with it growing, you know. Owners looking after teams that care about the club, hand in hand. That then brings better players across, you know.
0: That was definitely like one of the uh, the criticisms that. People had like, um, and, uh, that's down to that's down to one soccer. Like, one soccer is kind of like a start the upy kind of channel. Like, there was a lot of uh, yeah. issues where uh, the stream needed to be refreshed and stuff like that. Yeah, but they, yeah. they're, they're starting but
1: to they were taking, you were watching that as a game, but then they were going to the live studio and it was super professional. It was like it, didn't, <laughs> it, 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 just it was didn't weird, make, right? It didn't make sense in what they're doing, you know. For someone that cares about football and watches football and wants to see the best football, you just don't want to you don't want to see it because then someone's going to put it on and think oh well, what is this league blah blah you know how players are not yeah. it doesn't need to be like that because I know that it's going in the right direction and we'll only get better and better you know it's just yeah. going to take time
0: well, well, hopefully uh, you, you might get to catch a game once uh, everything kind of lifts and restrictions are oh, 100%, c- c- kind 100%. of moved. And I really, really hope that uh, the season goes really well for you, man. And, uh, you know, that we see you in the States for, for, for years to come. And um, the last question before I let you go, buddy, uh, can Messi do it in a rainy Tuesday night in Stoke? On, that, that to me is ludicrous.
1: The other <laughs> shout in football terms is, listen, what Ronaldo is doing and has done has to, can't just get chucked under lot. It's, it's, un, it's unbelievable. Like, we're watching two, to me, two aliens of football. Yeah, it's like, Even Mbappe, who we've got now, and Harland, they won't even touch the surface of what these two play. So, to me, they won't even touch the surface. So, can, can Messi do it on a rainy day? 100% when you've got a brain the way he's got a brain, like, and you've got a ball. Is he going to go and win a header against Shawcross in, in a windy stadium? <laughs> Obviously, no, no chance. But in a sense of football, like he's the best player I've ever seen, will ever see. He's the best passer I've ever seen. He takes free kicks like the penalties. Like we're, we're I'm, I'm, in a, a stage of not a stage of my life. I'm in a life where I'm watching the best player that might ever, ever play football, ever from my kids. Who knows what can I? I don't. But he's supernatural, man. The stuff he does with a ball, he's passing. How he sees the game is just.
0: Oh, it's incredible, and and I think that's and Ronaldo. Ronaldo's ridiculous,
1: but Ronaldo's more of a a player. If you like Haaland. it's something you want to grab at because of the way he's looked after his body, because of the way he's played football. Like it's something you want to aspire to be. Like for me, I'm not no, not even touching the surface of what he is as a professional, but you try and you try and get to it. It's something that's. You wouldn't like to say attainable, but it's something you aim for. How he probably looks after his body, what he does after in the gym. Like, it's all stuff that he does as a top player, hence why he's 36 and doing what he's still doing. But unfortunately, like me as a person, you have to understand you are never, ever getting to a level that messes up. And professional footballers who are like Stephen Gerrard's, Wayne Rooney's, even they're probably going to, they would have said, that, and they're the top, top players. It'll never. Never do what that man's done.
0: He's oh, it's it's a he's a machine, and it's. I just said like, <clears throat> if I had a choice to watch one of them for the rest of my life, it'll always be messy. He just he's just a magician, oh, man. and Ronaldo's yeah. just he's a, bit, but, 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 a machine, and, and he's just a, a numbers guy. You know what I mean? Like like he, he's oh, phenomenal, but, but phenomenal. He's a, num-
1: he's, a, he's a numbers guy,
0: but it's not as easy as just
1: being numb like it's okay. Saying just a num- like I do it as well numbers, but getting them numbers is very oh. very tough, and he does it. And he does it, which is insane. For the past what two, three seasons at Juve, he's had twenty plus goals. Man, that's that in Fair itself enough. means you've had a good year. Yeah, for sure. But for me, watching football passing wise, Messi's the best passer on the planet. The only one close that I'd say is probably De Bruyne. And oh. even he can't. Yeah. Even he's an unbelievable footballer. But Ian, Ian,
0: that. So, so talking about Ronaldo and uh, how he looks after his body and stuff like that, I'm off yeah. for a pizza. So, uh, <laughs> man, it's it's been... Enjoy yourself. It's no, I, a, I, appreciate, I appreciate being on here,
1: man. It's good to always chat football with people because I do, like I say, whether it's playing and going into uh, going into after this cycle of playing, man, I love football. I love watching good football and I love people that appreciate good football and that's why how i play football not
0: everyone's going to appreciate it but i try and i just love love talking to people who just love football man you've been listening to the down the podcast recorded in halifax nova scotia head to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode until next time cheers